138 of the All the Books show, recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. And I'm Eric Michaels. And I'm Nick Gunning. Yes. I thought that would get you pumped up. I am I pumped said up. said my name. Like, I was Ooh. pumped up the first couple of times I tried that intro. Yeah, well. so It was know, weird when I said... first you don't succeed, try, try again. The weird one was where I said, the All the Books show, episode 138. Yeah, you, you reverse the order. That, it just felt weird. Classic reversal. Yeah. The old switcheroo. Yeah. Anyway. Happy... Uh, Library Week. Happy National Library Week to you, Eric. Yeah. What you get me? What What did I get you? Yes. Um. It's I. You know. It's better. Uh-huh. I shouldn't describe it. Okay. The I guess it's delivered it later right. than I thought. So I got you a, a framed plaque. Uh, oh. A picture and a plaque of the first library we ever worked at together. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. Shout outs to our friends at the Willard J Houghton Library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Houghton, New York. Anyway, today is oh. the start of National Library Week, so yeah. we will be talking about libraries today. Yeah. So that's a little too meta. Is that too meta? Do you think we no. should, should we should workshop? Every week we talk about libraries. Should we workshop <laughs> some titles so that people seeing this don't just instantly tune off? Oh, like what? Like Nick and Eric and the Radioactive Man. And the Radioactive yeah. Man. Yeah. Okay, so not Radioactive Man yeah. from The Simpsons. No, not that one. No. The radio. No, or the one where Eric cries. We're going to call, call this the episode, the one where Eric cries. The one where Eric cries. Okay. That'd be funny. I think if like people saw yes, that, they would. But probably... I don't like Friends. Oh, that is kind of a Friends reference. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't like it. Well, I don't know. We'll keep. We'll we'll pop back and we'll. I just talk never about really that. liked the characters on Friends. On Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're so unique. What? Your taste must be so much better I than just, everyone in the I mean, '90s. I mean, I like Frasier, so that's not very unique. Everybody. That's true. You're right. Frasier. You're right. It's Seinfeld. okay to not like Friends. Frasier, Seinfeld, Home Improvement. I honestly didn't really think that I liked Friends, and then we started watching it. Mm-hmm. And about midway through, I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, and then I, it sort of decrescendoed. Right. I've watched so. enough Friends to be able to decide, like, it's just not my jam. I would never watch it on my own. Do you count mm-hmm. Malcolm in the Middle as a uh, 90s show? Uh, I think yes. it started late 90s. It feels like a 90s show. Actually, no, it doesn't. It feels... Early aughts. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I would count that. So. No, probably not. No, yeah. January 9th, 2000 is when it started. Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. Really? All right. Well, there yeah. you go. So I'm going to totally say Home Improvement, Frasier, and uh, Seinfeld. Oh, that's, that's good. Be, that's a good haul. I mean, for me, it's stuff. Beverly Hills 90210 all the way. But well, that's not a sitcom. It's not a sitcom, but it's it's where my heart was at. Yeah, it's your Mad junk about food. you. Mad about you would be my 90s yeah. sitcom choice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like news radio. Oh, yeah. News radio is great. And I d- no, just shoot me. You can't count. You can't? No, that's not a 90s show. Oh, okay. That's a 2000 show Boy, as well. Boy, that, that is cut from the mold of a 90s show, though. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. It definitely feels like it. Uh, hey, bad news. Uh, uh-huh. It premiered March 4th, 1997. Just Shoot Me? Yeah. <laughs> was a 90s show. And went to 2003, so it was equally in the 90s. Wow. So, yeah. It. I know you said it feels like a 90s show, but it definitely felt like a 2001 yeah. production. Well, what are you going to do? Well, all right. Well, I like Just Shoot Me. Good. Really? David Spade was... Getting sitcom jobs in 97. In 97, yep. Oh, I thought that was like a comeback show for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good for him. I think that was more a keep the lights on show for yeah. him. Yeah. Anyway, all that 90s sitcom talk <laughs> will eventually turn into our talk about libraries. We both yeah. work in libraries. Have, yep. have you been a... You know what? Don't tell me. I was going to ask if you've been a library user your whole life, but I don't want to know. Yeah. Technically, we had like this impromptu love of library talk back in like episode four four or five it was a very early early on on. yeah we talked about interlibrary loan we were doing something we were talking about something else and then you're like how do you feel about libraries yeah we just freestyled we just just had a love on with libraries yep so yeah but we're probably we've got some uh, we've got some nice listener responses that we're going to talk about a little bit too so you don't have to just hear what we that that previous one we didn't have any listeners just you and me buddy just you and me listening over and over again to the podcast like this will help the stats yeah the old crew yeah anyway yeah let's jump right into the bookmark segment okay uh, I read some stuff, and I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> okay, I've that's been, how it works. I've been on a drought with uh, graphic novels. I haven't really been into any graphic novels. I read Green Is Arrow, City true? Walls. It's been a while. I'm pretty sure last week you talked about graphic novels no, you had read. No. Okay, I think you're no. imagining a drought that didn't exist. Well, regardless, <laughs> I read Green Arrow, City Walls. It's volume five of the Green Arrow series, and it was fine. Okay. That didn't really do much for me, so... I don't know. Star City Walls is what I would have called it. Oh, that that would have been good. Thank you. Um, I also good finished <laughs> The Beatles, 
by Hunter Davies. Yeah. This is one that I started quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. The last graphic novel I read was March 26th, just to get that out. Wow. There. And before that, it was March 19th. So a bit of a... Yeah, man. You need a Marvel Unlimited app. Yeah. Anyway, uh, The Beatles by Hunter Davies. So this is kind of an interesting book in that it was written... It's the only book that was written like with Beatle involvement, like an official authorized biography. Mm. And the deal was that no one else could write about the Beatles. Like they wouldn't give the rights <laughs> for another two years. Wow. And by then they'd broken up. So it's the only mm. book written like with their involvement while they were Beatles, like right in the heyday. So it's, it's really interesting for that aspect of it. Uh, a lot of it, like if you're familiar with the Beatles, you're, you're going to be like, oh, wow. So Paul was the one who was really like right. creative and tried to keep things together. Yeah. Interesting. You yeah. Know? But Nick's being very sarcastic right yeah, now. Yeah, a lot of sarcastic movements. Yeah, a lot now, of hand this, gestures. Sorry about the finger guns. That's not really relevant. But what what is cool about it is that mm. he talks to all like the Beatle parents. He talks to Pete Best. He talks to like everybody who was a major player in the day mm-hmm. that nobody else has really like mined those quite so well. And there was an interesting postscript of Paul McCartney just kind of going on a diatribe about his relationship with John and sort mm-hmm. of the sainthood of John after he was killed. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting for that. And I can tell by your mm-hmm that you're very interested in what I'm saying. No, so. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for batting that back. But so this was this was cool. I'm glad that I read it. If if you know a lot about the Beatles, I don't think you're gonna find a ton new, but the freshness of it is does make it like worth picking up. I read Captain's Honor by David Dvorkin. I have been on a Star Trek kick. That's, this maybe was, that's why I'm thinking you've read a lot of This was a next-gen book. It's a sequel to an original series episode that we'd watched. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty cool. It's got low ratings. It's very atypical. Like, the right. good reviews are all, like, Goodreads reviews are all really low. Right. But I liked it. Okay. What are you going to do? Yeah. And you don't love next-gen. No, I don't. But I think if I was ever going wow. to recommend a Star Trek... admit it. A Star Trek book to you, uh-huh. I think that might be that one. Really? There's a whole in the original series they come around this planet where they sort of like are following classic like Roman mm-hmm. uh, society. In the next gen book, the, those people crew like a Federation style ship. Um, the Roman like Roman, not the that like hippie planet where everybody's just like making love and no. you can't go into like the forbidden zones. No, 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 no. Wesley Crusher will be No, murdered. no, this is an episode of the original series. Oh, okay. And the next gen novel sort of takes that society and puts uh, them in like a starship right. basically. So I, I liked it. Who's the first Romulan uh, Starfleet person? Mm, no one. Whoa. Yeah. Time to break down some walls. I guess so. Yeah. All right. The first person to ever play a Romulan was Mark Leonard who went on to play Sarek who is Spock's father. Who is a Vulcan. Yeah, who's a Vulcan. I guess that's kind of breaking down some walls. Yeah, there you go. Um, I read The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society for our Patron Picks Book Club. It's a silly title. This, oh my gosh. And if, if you were the, so inclined to do a drinking game, uh-huh. if you drank every time they said the full title of that book, uh-huh. you'd be on the floor by chapter <laughs> two because they don't stop. They nice. really like the title of this book. All right. You know, it's one that I... I said in my review that I really feel like it's just like personal taste. It's so feels like we discussed last week, like it's like a BBC oh, right. type thing. Just the the tone and the dialogue and the mm-hmm. characters, the character interactions. So like, if that's your jam, I think that you'll really like this book because mm-hmm. I think it's well done. I think the story's interesting. For me, I just couldn't get into it. So it this- just... It was a slog for me. Okay. It's a quick read, so that's one thing. But I just, I felt but not like... a good read. Yeah. I oh. just felt like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I think it will be a hit with the book club, as I said, but not a hit for this guy. Boy, we have your uh, your disdain. Disdain? For the book club members right here on record. No. I just know there were several <laughs> who were really excited about reading this book, knowing what it was. Okay. So I think that they'll find it. Right. It's also because it's right on the heels of uh, All the Light We Cannot See, and they're both like World War II stories. Oh. And that one was very good, and this one was just kind of cutesy, and so it didn't... Nice. A cutesy World War II story. I don't know. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Finally, um, somebody found the humor in World War II. Yeah. I'm reading another... Well, uh, I guess that was... Star Trek Next Gen book. Oh, my word. Uh, called Hard Rain. It's going to fall. So you know the Dixon Hill stuff in Star Trek Next Gen? I know the Bob Dylan song, no, Hard Rain's going to fall. Picard's, Picard's like PI persona. They do it in First oh, Contact. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dixon Hill. This is a book that's like about that. Okay. We watched that episode. That was... So that's why that's like a first it. season thing. It is a first season thing. Beverly yeah. Crusher like comes out all dressed yeah. in like 1940s. And yeah. Picard can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Picard can't handle here's, it. Here's <laughs> a fun story. Uh, I, my son and I watched this while my wife was away. She was not pleased that I showed him the next generation while she was gone. 
Really? So yeah, not happy yeah. at all. Not happy at all. Okay. We we made a mess. Well, that's but her was... preferred. Yeah. Series. Yeah. And your preferred is Voyager. Yeah. 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 She loves Voyager too, though. But we're talking a lot about Star Trek, and yes, we are. No one cares. Certainly not your sister. Nobody cares <laughs> about Star. Trek. That's an off-air conversation. <laughs> it is. Sir. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, Julia. Um, don't worry. We're not talking about you. But you only have one. I have oh. two sisters. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's another story. You've only ever met one that makes me sound like an old man. Oh, okay. I can't wait. So you know how I love Michael Keaton? Yes. He's got a movie called Touch and Go. Okay. Which is like impossible. It's not on DVD or whatever. It's on like a compilation DVD, but it's impossible to find. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to watch it. Right. And so like like an old man, I was like, well, maybe it's on VHS or something. So I found a VHS tape uh-huh. and I bought it on eBay. Right. And then it came and I went to play it and the inside reel was broken. And I was like, well, I know how to fix that. Right. So I was like getting my it. screwdriver to take it apart yeah. and like glue this back together. And I was like, huh. You know, you can get movies digitally now. <laughs> and so it was available for like $4 online. <laughs> so I put my VHS fixing tools away. <laughs> That's funny. And we just watched it online. So I Maybe I wouldn't say you're an old man there. You don't think? No. Just Oh, okay. Maybe just behind the times. I see. Yeah. All right. You're just like, I wonder. Well, if it was just my yeah. first instinct was like, it's not on DVD. Yeah. I bet it's on VHS. <laughs> yeah. Not to see if there was any streaming yeah, option no. for it. I mean, it's that not like you were like, like an old I wonder man. if I can watch this on my Zoom. <laughs> That's true. Old men like Zunes. <laughs> no. no one likes Zunes. Yeah. Not even Bill Gates. Poor Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> the only time that's ever been you, said. You almost did a spit take there. I did. Like, yeah. Bill Gates is poor. <laughs> I just wanted to get in on that yeah. so fast. So anyway, I watched Touch and Go. Yeah. It's where Michael Keaton is a professional hockey player. Okay. And a group of kids try to <laughs> mug him. Uh-huh. And he sort of takes a liking to one of the kids. And then he takes a liking to one of the kids' moms. So you had a good time watching... We did. We did. We actually set off to watch... Um, Why wouldn't they call it touch and goal? Because that's not a phrase. But he's a hockey player. Yeah, I know, but that's still not a phrase. It's just a nonsensical stringing together of two words. We started the night by trying to watch Adult Beginners okay. with Joel McHale and Nick Kroll, and we watched about a half hour of it and realized we'd seen it before. So again, that's another that's story an in which man. I seem yeah, like an old man. That's the old man thing. Like, I swore I yeah. read this book. Because we're going to see Joel McHale. Yeah, we're going to see Joel McCann. Uh, Alfred University. Alfred so University. Looking forward to that. Yeah. I've been watching the se- sixth season of Community, which I'd never seen before. Nice. I've been enjoying it. Watching my copy of Community I am watching your six. copy. Thank you. So I yeah. just did a whole rewatch of Community a while ago. Nice. That was a fun time. Okay. That's all. All just right. I thought I'd share that. Thank you. Watched all six seasons. Thanks for telling us. And no Are movie. they ever going to do the movie? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Everybody's so busy now. Yeah. Alison Breeze doing her Glow TV yeah. show. Joel McHale is doing... They're all busy doing stuff again. that nobody's watching. Uh no, Troy's busy. Uh, yeah, Donald Glover is busy. Okay, yeah. and he's in that solo film nobody wants to see. Donald Glover plays Lando. Oh, the solo Calrissian right. Han Solo originated film. by you Billy said D. Solo Williams. film, and I thought like a film by himself. Oh, like a one man show, but a, a movie man. for him. Yeah, it's him on a sailboat. Yeah, I didn't watch the n- new trailer for Solo. Did you? No. Okay. Well, no, we can't. does it still star that dumb kid as Han Solo? Yeah. Pass. Um, I've been thinking though, if it's just like, a no, fun... you know what? I'm gonna try. Yeah, I'm hoping if it's just like a fun, stupid romp. Yeah. Then I'll just enjoy it as like a fun sci-fi-ish romp, and maybe not have to connect it to Star Wars True. so much. True. Well, I have enjoyed a Star Wars movie since Force Awakens, but we don't have to talk about it now. Yeesh. <laughs> Old man. No. Okay. Well, a little. I don't know. Neither <laughs> well, uh, is Mark Hamill. What? <laughs> Enjoyed a Star Wars movie since... Since what? Force Awakens. You think? Well, he didn't like Last Jedi. Yes, he did. You've mm. only read the first interview. Oh. And where they cut it off. I see. And he's he's like, no, that's not entirely what I meant. I see. So. Okay. Uh, also, he loves like everything George Lucas does. Yeah. So... I, he loves Red Tails starring Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm just saying... If Mark Hamill had 100% his way, we'd be watching George, George Lucas's new trilogy, Gross. and then you'd be having a real fun time. Jar Jar so. Binks Awakens. Oh, jeez. All right, just <laughs> tell me what you read. Misa had a great nap! <laughs> <laughs> We're still in our bookmark segment. Yeah, we are. Uh, this is when we do the Jar Jar Binks impressions. <laughs> yeah, you yep, know this. Yep. All right. Hey, you know what? Every what? other Star Wars character is getting their own solo comic book. Where's the Jar Jar solo comic book? Boof. You'd well, read he it. had a few episodes. He had a few solo episodes on Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. Well, him. There was a rough. There was a bold, bold episode on Clone Wars. We're like, what if we did a C three PO Jar Jar Binks team up? Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. <yeah. laughs> you just sounded like uh, some Star Wars character. I can't figure out. Oh, thanks. So, or maybe Strong Bad. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Oh boy. No, I can't do a Strong Bad. That's do a Strong Bad. Say no boy. 
Oh boy. Yeah. There you go. That was crap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So I read some graphic novels. I'm sorry we've been dragging this on just to talk about comic books. I read this Batman book called Volume Two: I Am Suicide. Uh, I guess I thought it was going to feature the Suicide Squad. Yeah. But it didn't. It just featured like a Batman crazy Suicide Squad for this mission with characters I've never heard of. And apparently Bronze Tiger is like best friends with Batman now. <laughs> um, and they're going... Ha, you've read this. Yeah. The Batman I Am Suicide. Uh-huh. Yeah, you Do you like the dialogue? I, I can't uh, tell if it's clever or annoying. I think I did like the dialogue, yeah. Because he'll, he'll be like... Catwoman will be like... Uh, I killed 240 people. Why are you chasing me? He's like, you killed 240 people. How could I not chase you? And like they keep calling well, each that other. Didn't sound good. They keep calling each other cat and bat. Like cat, you have to turn yourself in. Bat, you know I won't. <laughs> cat, you know that's why I'm chasing you. And it's just kind of like, I I get it. You're you can repeat lines in a clever one, fashion. One of the one star Goodreads reviews for I Am Suicide uh-huh. says I am a bad Batman story. <laughs> Snap. It's pretty good. Um, it was whatever i mean the story i didn't think was terrible yeah i just no, don't like fine. the execution also for a while they're making us think that Catwoman did kill 240 people yeah and the whole time i'm like i just wanted her to be a bad guy yeah. again i didn't Pump want her brakes. to be a mass murderer yeah no, so we talked about this in the car but i just want her to be like "Ooh, a rad diamond it should be mine but she always steals cat related things so why would Ooh, you want a, a diamond? rare cat related just, diamond just call it the cat's eye diamond the cat's eye diamond why does finally. she sound like this <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's my. Voice. I guess that's my Eartha. You're going kind of Eartha kit, yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, how perfect of a crime this should yeah. be! Meow. You sound more like Vincent Price as <laughs> Egghead over there. <laughs> Exquisite. Oh, jeez. Anyways, that was a stupid bit. I read yeah. Astonishing X Men Volume Eleven, Weaponized by Marjorie Emma Liu, and loved it. No, I oh. think I gave it. Oh, I gave it two stars. Ooh. I could not get into this story. Oof. That's an oof, ladies and gentlemen. I finished The Superior Foes of Spider-Man, so it's only three volumes because it's only 17 issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that sound effect was Nick. Yeah. Oh, I almost called you Matt and then Glenn. Oh, no. But your name is Nick. Oh, no. It's like when the parent calls you all the other. Yeah. Yep. yeah. My dogs all start with the letter S. Yeah. And yesterday I went to go like tell Sniffers to stop doing something. I was like, so, so, yeah. so Scooter, Snip. And then I was just like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm my mom. Yeah. So, um, Anyways, the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. This was a lot of fun. Uh, Nick's, why are you just staring at me like that? Nick, Nick Spencer, the guy who wrote it, did the Ant-Man comics oh, that you Oh, I love those Ant-Man comics. So yeah. these crack me up. Uh, and I read Low Moon by Jason, who is a Norwegian... Like Freddy versus? No, Low Moon oh. by Jason. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason is a Norwegian uh, so comic slow. artist. Uh, yeah. Very stark. Uh, Jason. Animal, humanized animals. Uh very adult, but uh, very melancholy. You're really selling it. I really liked it. I've read one of those things, The the Living and the Dead, and it was very sad. Um, but Low Moon was really good. By Norman Mailer? No. The Living and the Dead? Oh, no. That's The Naked and the Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was going to tell you something, like in one of these Go stories. Ahead. No, tell I me. can't remember. I hey, thought it was going to be kind of a spoiler. Open up. No. Oh, and I'm reading. This one has been a pain. I have not been able to get into uh, Abaddon's Gate. The Expanse mm. number three by James yes. S.A. Corey, who's actually two writers. Yeah. But so I'm 81 pages in and I just have not been able to connect with it. In fact, Saturday or Sunday, I tried to read it. Yeah. And I like fell asleep. Can't do it. Um, but then That's a shame. last night. There's a lot of those books too, aren't there? Yeah. Last night, there's just been introducing a lot of new characters mm. that I haven't really, and we haven't, it's just three books in. I'm obviously here because I like certain characters. Yeah. So when you spend like 50 pages just interest in introducing the new characters, mm-hmm. and I mean like a bunch of them, it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, uh, and it's really only like this morning that I was reading and I'm like, oh, things are starting to happen. You're in for a long haul, buddy, because that it's is like nine, seven, nine? It's nine proper novels plus several like in between shorts, which you probably won't read, but there's, there's a TV a show. <laughs> This, this you is... know there is a there's a short so there's a short story in between mm-hmm. books two and three called Gods of Risk. Maybe you should have read that. Like maybe you would have cared some more. Maybe. Well, look, I don't okay. know. Um, this book is really going to have to pick up in quality if I'm going to pick up book four. You hear in this book? Yeah. Pick it up. So I thought I was just going to keep nine books. I didn't realize that. I thought I was only six books. No man. Are you sure those aren't nine planned books? Oh. Uh, there are eight and one planned book. Oh, my gosh. 
what have I done? The TV show was cool. I watched the pilot, and it, it seemed pretty good. If I wasn't reading these books, I'd probably just stick with the show. Maybe you should just stick with the show. All right, let's see how this book goes. Okay. I've only got 500 more pages to go. Cool. <laughs> Double oof. Yeah, yeah. Oof and reading. Do you? We already talked about I didn't watch anything. I watched Touch and Ghost starring Michael Keaton. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even have to glue back together the reel of a VHS tape. Yeah. I'm planning to see Ready Player One again. Good for you. Um, I've decided there was enough stuff, like enough big scenes in there that I want to see on the big screen again. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Spielberg's in his 70s. Yeah. And he's going to do the West uh, West Side Story and yeah, another Indiana Jones that? movie. So I need I to... I was in West Side Story, you know. Are you in Spielberg's? No. Probably haven't gotten the call yet. No. So I just feel like this could be the last like really cool... Uh, mm-hmm. Spielberg action adventure could be. So, I don't want to see an Indiana Jones five. I don't want Spielberg to waste his like twilight years doing Indiana Jones five. I don't know why anybody's talking about Indiana Jones five. Yeah. I love Indiana Jones. I love Harrison Ford. Yeah, but Indiana Jones five. I wish they had, seems yeah. like a punchline. It yeah. seems just like a joke. Yeah, the like problem is get. in the future when Spielberg is gone. Yeah, and. We have to accept that he's gone. We're going to look at Indiana Jones 4 and 5 and wonder, what other movies could he have made? True. He was going to make Robopocalypse. Yeah. The the, mo- the book I really yeah. liked had a very, like, Crichton feel to it. He was going to direct uh, Robopocalypse, and now he's not. It, it, it was in well, hiatus for years. he's got to do Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, well, now he's not doing Robopocalypse. You know who is? Who? Michael Bay. Oh, gal. Yeah. I thought it, a Spielberg... Yeah. Marky Mark, call your agent. A Spielberg Robopocalypse could have been really cool. Robopocalypse, folks. Robopopolis. <laughs> is by Daniel Wilson. Yes. The sequel, Robogenesis, also by Daniel Wilson. Yep. Also available at your friendly neighborhood, David A. Howe Public That's Library. True. He wrote another book, Amped. I have Amped at home that I need to read. Uh, but I read Robopocalypse in one day. So okay. that's just me bragging. Good it's, for you. It, it, but it, it, was hard to, it was hard to put down. And it had like that pseudo scientific feel that some of the Crichton books used to have. Okay. It felt like something maybe like Michael Crichton would have written anyway. Mm-hmm. Like um, ER. Yeah, it felt like ER. He did it. <laughs> so, uh, so bummed about that. I still miss ER. Do you? That's a show that I'd be okay with them reviving. Didn't they do it when they called it Grey's Anatomy? Oh, not really. Okay. Yeah. What about Chicago MD? I don't know. I haven't seen Chicago MD. I haven't watched any of the Chicago shows. No, I watched I a little bit of Chicago Fire. I'm giving up on dramas, man. Really? Got enough in your own life. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You seem pretty steady. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome. <laughs> Mo sitcoms, Mo laughs. Mo what? Mo, Mo sitcoms. Okay. Mo laughs. Okay. That's my, that's my philosophy. Mo Willems. <laughs> <laughs> it was that laugh at the end. <laughs> that's what sold it for you. Yep. Mo Willems, of course, of hey, the Elephant and Piggy books. We're talking sitcoms. To bring it back to books. We're talking sitcoms. No one wants us to. We're doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the new uh, Zach Braff sitcom about podcasts. Oh, sure. Yes, we've been watching Alex Inc. You, you, on not, the American not you Broadcasting I, Corporation. You and your wife. Based on the, the Gimlet podcast startup. Uh-huh. I like the podcast and I like the show. Okay. How many episodes? It's only two. I mean, there's lots of episodes of the podcast, but only two, I think, two or three okay. episodes of the series have aired. It's Is pretty it good. Funny? Yeah. I mean, if you like if you like JD from Scrubs and want yeah. to see JD from Scrubs start a podcasting Is it company, 30 minutes? It's a 30 minutes. Yeah, it is. All right. Maybe Michael Imperioli from, uh, I don't know. I would say Detroit 123, but there's probably other things that you'd <laughs> what say. What channel is this? But ABC. Uh, I guess I could watch it on Hulu. Yeah. Or I think it's worth yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's fun. I'll check it out. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if he's going to go to the way of Scrubs and then in like season nine, he's going to leave and they'll bring in Dave Franco. Dave Franco oh, yeah. to do a podcast. Maybe. Maybe. What up, bros? <laughs> I like Dave Franco. Sometimes. Okay. Okay. Let's let's move on. Okay. Is that, I, are you I, done with your bookmark? Yeah. I, I haven't read anything. I just uh, read some oh, comics. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I've been on a graphic novel kick since are you 2001. Do, you sure have. That should be on a t-shirt. <gasps> do you Do you have any book clubs going right now? With the oh, yeah. Uh, the seventh graders are reading. Okay. I can remember which. I can't remember which one. one of okay. the, seventh or eighth. One of those grades is reading yeah. The Crossover by yeah. Kwame Alexander. And yeah. the other grade is reading uh, The War I Finally... No, The War That Saved My Life. Oh, that's the one you liked. Yeah. That was the one I liked. I still have to read The Crossover, but I got two weeks maybe one i thought week. you've done that before oh the crossover is the one right we're reading booked oh okay. which is the one about soccer i see 
Okay. So great sports. Yeah, sports and poetry. Yeah, I can appreciate. It's a good choice for poetry month. April, of course, is uh, poetry month. It as is. Well. Yeah, well, I I totally so, planned that. Good for you. I good, planned it good. around poetry. Yeah, that's that's true too. You know, while we're talking about this, I should quickly plug that uh, Heather Yonda is going to be here on April seventeenth at six o'clock doing a reading from this her April? new collection. Yep. This is our every every April we have we bring in a guest poet and Heather is going to be our mm-hmm. poet this time. So Heather Yandra, you can join us mm-hmm. for this at six o'clock on Tuesday, mm-hmm. April seventeenth. The adult book clubs are currently reading Persuasion. That's the Jane Austen book club. Yeah, we're reading uh, The Midnight House by Alex Berenson mm-hmm. for page turners because remember, folks, Alex Berenson will be here. You can have your book signed by Alex Berenson on June second and Berenson. Bears. Patron Picks is doing the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie <laughs> Society, which I'm yeah. sure will be a hit, but not for this guy. Me? And yeah. uh, we selected our next book for after that, and it's going to be The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls, which I've never read. So okay. I'm looking forward to that. That'll uh, be our first nonfiction book club book. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I've never even like heard of a nonfiction book club. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Well, I just blew your mind. You could read uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Nah. Okay, that's okay. Just thought I'd try. That's all right. Be a all part right, of let's it. switch over to some book news. I've got some advanced notices. Yeah. Hot off the presses. This just in: books are over. Really? Yeah, we're out of a job, man. I did not need books to hear that. Today. Are done. No, that's we're moving not true. to uh, mind reads. I've, oh, interesting. <laughs> well, I've got a confusing one for you. Remember that whole like private Rio and the game situation with uh, James Patterson? Yeah, with James Patterson, sure. There's a new private book, and it's either just called Princess mm-hmm. or Private Princess. Okay. Both are dumb titles. I thought the whole Both thing are for about the same book. private was that he went to different countries. It was Private India. Yeah. Private Down Under. Yeah. Private... The, the one that London screwed one. it up was it was Private Rio. Private Rio. But then they changed that to the games. The games. To, yeah, I think that's it. Some Sometimes they're marketed as private colon whatever. Right. And sometimes it's like the actual title of that mission. So this one, hmm. I, d- probably depending on the country, uh, probably depending on the... I thought the country thing was cool. Yeah, it is cool. It is cool. It's separated from the rest of like James Patterson schlog, yeah, I guess. It did. It did. So. Um, so whatever you want to call it, Princess or Private Princess. This is book 14 in the private series which proper. Which gives us no sense of which country this is in. Obviously, London. a place that has... Oh, London. Well, there is a private London. I know. Just call know. it Private London too. I know. The thing with the private series is uh-huh. there's the main... The firm is called Private. Uh-huh. Okay. And they have like agencies in different countries. So Jack Morgan is like the lead character of the primary series private and then there's the branches off which all have the same sort of like leadership structure they're all part of this big company but jack morgan isn't always the protagonist depending on country mm-hmm. so that's probably more than you wanted to know about james patterson's private series but <laughs> it's my job to know and my yeah. job to inform that's true so yeah why why are you getting so aggressive about you know it? what <laughs> jeez all right private princess jack morgan receives an offer he cannot refuse Mm. when the head of the world's foremost investigation agency receives an invitation to meet princess carolyn third in line to the british throne he boards his gulfstream jet and flies straight to london the princess needs morgan's skills and his discretion sophie edwards a close friend of the princess has gone missing she needs to be found before the media become aware of it morgan knows there's more to this case than he's being told but what is the princess hiding Mm. So if you're a fan of, oh, you know what? And this is no longer co-authored by Maxine Pietro. Oh, snap. This is now Reese Jones, who I know nothing about. Mm. But he's not Maxine Pietro, so that's a plus. For you. Yep. You don't like Maxine Pietro. No, I do not. Do you like Pietro Maximoff? Quicksilver. The Quicksilver. Yeah. The uh, yeah, Quicksilver? Yep. Wow. The he's Quicksilver. never been called The Quicksilver. Okay. It's not like The Batman. He's okay. just Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, I'd be n- like, look, it's The Storm. Okay. Do you call him the Spider-Man? The Spider-Man? You Look out, it's the Spider-Man. What if I'm like, beware the Batman? That's yeah, a no, show. Batman is definitely the show. Batman. Girl. But I'm just saying. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I said four. the Quicksilver. <laughs> the Pharaoh Key. This the is... Scarlet Witch, you can go. Okay. <laughs> Book five. That's his sister, so it seems like they both could have the the. Did you say the Ferret Key? Pharaoh Key. Oh. <laughs> the Ferret Key. I don't know. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's the Sneaky Pie Brown. That's true. Oh, wait. You just hate ferrets in general. I do hate ferrets. They're gross little, like, urine snakes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Getting real f- talk about ferrets on this podcast. They gross me out. They're so they cute. It's always all, like, curled up. And Look, I'm going to turn in whatever manliness people weird. think I have. Cat snakes. And just be like, 
Who's looking at their cat thinking, man, I wish that he'd have a baby with a snake? Fairies are just so fun. There's, no, they're there's not. One, they're, gross. they're adorable. Look, two. If you want to talk about kindergarten cop and the ferret and kindergarten cop saving the day, yeah. I'm all for it. Ferrets just roll into a wall. You can't break yeah, them. They, they're, like, they're like living slinkies. Ugh. They're great. They've got these little like they're little raccoon faces, but they're tiny. They're smart. One I, time I had to I clean wish the cage. You could hear yourself. I when I was uh, helping out at an animal shelter, I was cleaning a yeah uh, a, a ferret cage, and I, I had to let them out to run around like I was in the yeah. bathroom doing that while they were running around, and I yeah. was cleaning the cage in there. And there was like, you let ferrets just like run around on a bathroom floor. Look, it was clean. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, ferrets are disgusting. There was a grate. And like That's there was great. just one grate, and it was very small, just like in the middle. And they had the entire bathroom to just like wander around, and they went straight for the grate and started like picking it up. And I was like, no, no! <laughs> it just just taught me that like ferrets are great. They're mischievous. Yeah. Okay. Come on, that's fun. The Pharaoh Key. This is book five <laughs> in the Gideon Crew series by Douglas Preston and Lincoln mm-hmm. Child. Gideon Crew. Oh, Gideon Crew is his name. I thought it was like the Gideon Crew. Like, yeah. Much like, like the Quicksilver. <laughs> but it's just Gideon Crew is his name. Lost in Space is coming back. Danger. Danger Will Robinson. To Netflix. I liked the show, and I'm one of the only people in the world to have liked the Matt LeBlanc, William Hurt, I Heather Graham. I liked it as a kid. You want to watch it? Who played the mom? Mimi Rogers. Oh my gosh! And Gary Oldman was uh, yeah. Doctor Smith. Yeah, a lot of it's talent. A great cast. I, look, I watched it and I liked it a lot as a yeah. kid. It made me think like I like sci-fi. Yeah. Now I don't think it holds up. Oh, I think it does. I think it's oh, pretty I long. Think it very I think much it's does. Two and a half hours. No, it's not. I think it's kind of the maybe Batman Robin syndrome. No way. <laughs> I will. Do you want to watch it? Do you want to watch it this weekend? I do like the Apollo 440 mix in that. It's great. <laughs> Do, 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 do. All right, All right. Go on. brilliant scientist, master thief, intrepid adventurer is shocked when his former employee, Eli Glynn, mm-hmm. vanishes without a trace. And Glynn's high-tech lab, Effective Engineering Solutions, shuts down seemingly overnight. Are you saying Glenn or Glynn? Glynn. Glynn? Fresh off a diagnosis that gives him only months to live, Crew is contracted <laughs> by one of his fo- contacted by uh-huh. one of his former co-workers at EES. Manuel Garza, who has a bead on one final treasure hinted at in EES's final case. Boy, I don't like this. The long-awaited translation of a centuries-old stone tablet of a previously undiscovered civilization, the Feistos Disc. What lies at the end Mm. of the trail will either save Gideon's life or bring it to a sudden, shocking close. Crew once again faces incredible odds, but as Gideon has proved again and again, there's no such thing as too great a risk when you're living on borrowed time. Hmm. Are you in or out? I guess I'm out. Snap judgment, Eric. Are you? Oh, you already said. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's no, right. but that sounds. The Moscow they, Deception. These are May books, by the way. It's coming out. In they've May. been writing a lot. Lee Child and. Not Lee Child. Lincoln Child. Lincoln Child and. Douglas Preston. Douglas Preston have been like, I guess they found success together. I guess they have. So that's good. Yeah. Match made in heaven. Is this part of that whole uh, Long Mars or whatever it's called? You no. know what I'm talking about? I think you're talking about solo Douglas Preston. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I guess I thought it was both Well, it's them. not part of that. Okay. The Moscow Deception by Karen Robards. Clever, cunning, and highly skilled. There's only one Bianca St. Ives, and <laughs> don't you dare forget it. All right. Well, I like the sound. Bianca St. Ives, yeah. Bianca St. Ives was recently put through the ringer, but she came out the same way she always does. Just, who am I thinking Bianca? Oh, the mouse from Yes, the Rescuers. mouse from Rescuers yeah. Down Under. R-E-S-C-U-E. That's um, Zsa Gabor. Yeah, and Josh Gabor Warren. Yeah, Josh Gabor Warren. Bob Newhart. Yeah, I knew it was Bob Newhart, yeah. and both too. Yeah, it's so funny because aren't they like thirty years apart? Josh Gabor Warren, Bob Newhart. No, the movies, Rescuers, and then Rescuers Down Under. I think it's like fifteen years apart. That's a long yeah. time. Yeah, but you think Josh was getting a lot of offers? She had. She just had to do it. I I like uh, Down Under. Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, that's the one I feel like I've seen that a million times. Yeah. And I've seen The Rescuers like once. Yeah. Well, that's because it's like sadder. The Rescuers is like with the old boozy lady who's like got the kid, right? Yes. The crocodiles. Yeah. Like yeah. at one point she's on like the, what do you call those? The riverboats. Yeah. She's on like a riverboat being pulled from behind while like using the two crocodiles as alligators as like, yeah. uh, what do you call those things? But yeah. Yeah, ski on water skis. <laughs> what are the things you ski on? And the answer was skis. You know what I loved about that first one? There, uh, I thought this was funny as a kid. The uh-huh. little bug uh-huh. who is their motor. Uh-huh. His name was Evan Rude. Uh-huh. And Evan Rude is the was the brand of my dad's uh, boat motor. Ah, oh. boat motors. So yeah, just I like little... it. Anyway, so I like Down Under because there was an eagle. Yeah. Yes. So. Yep. Yep. They switched yeah. it out with those rocks at the last minute. Yeah. Remember that the eagle? Oh. Yeah. And George C. Scott. Intense. Is the villain. 
intense. I don't even think he tries to do an Australian accent. George C. Scott was the villain of Firestarter with uh, Drew Barrymore. One of the, yes. You're thinking of. Yeah. Uh, tell you what I'm going to do. Not read about uh, Bianca St. Ives. Just know that she's cunning and highly skilled. Just like Bianca the Mouse. That's right. And this is coming out um, May. No, June 12th. June 12th, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be able to check that out here at the David A. Howe Public Library. But I want to know what's hip. What's today? What's now, Eric? What's on the New York Times bestseller list? My man. Young Adult Hardcover Fiction. Number 10. This is Where It Ends by Marique Nijkamp. I don't think... Wow. So this book, this was, you know, I don't know if this is her first book, but this was a, this has been here for 72 weeks. This is on the list. Her new book, which did debut on the top 10, is gone. Okay. So people don't care about her new book. They just want to read This Is Where It Ends. Uh, number nine, Batman Nightwalker by Marie Lu. That's doing a lot better Working than I thought it was going to do. Night moves. Number 12, bow, bow. or number eight, sorry, 12 weeks on the list, Thunderhead by Neil Schusterman. This is with Lionel and Panthro and Schnarf. And Schnarf. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is his name Schnarf? And he his also name, says he Schnarf. He says Schnarf all the time. Right. Okay. He's my one of those friend, characters. My friend or my college roommate, my old buddy Greg, mm-hmm. met the voice of Schnarf once. And Schnarf. he introduced himself as the voice of Schnarf, which uh-huh. I guess you do right. if you're the voice of Schnarf. Yeah. Nobody's going to just be like, have you ever voiced an alien cat? Yeah. Probably sure. Not You'd have to. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's about the beloved 80s show Thundercats. Yeah. Bef- before my time. Before by your like time. Just a year Man, or two. I loved it. Yeah. I I missed loved I missed the top I missed those like five that you were supposed to watch I missed Thundercats yeah. GI Joe yeah. Transformers yeah. Voltron and He Man I was not allowed to watch He Man okay and I just never watched Vol- Voltron right all right but I was all about Thundercats nice. I had the action figures I had the coloring books <laughs> yeah I even kind of liked it when they rebooted it like five uh, ten years yeah. ago whatever it was okay classic Thundercats I'm all about though number seven Thundercats Thundercats oh what's that from that's just what Lionel said. Put his oh. sword up in the air. Lionel's from G.I. Joe? No. He's the head of the Thundercats. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. The Thundercats, the show. The show. <laughs> Number yeah. seven. One of us is lying. Lying. Sorry, you had me thinking. Lying. Yeah. One of us is lying. Yeah. One of us is lying by uh, Karen M. McManus. Mm-hmm. New this week. Uh, Number six. I have lost my way. Mm. True that. Gail Foreman. An accident brings three strangers together and their secrets unravel. George Foreman's writing books now? Shouldn't he just be making grills? Gail. Oh, Gail okay. All right, never mind. Number five, Not If I Save You First by Allie Carter. It's kind of... It's complicated between a Secret Service agent's daughter and the president's son. Oh, Not If I Save You First. Okay. All right. Number four, The Hazelwood by Melissa Albert. Number three, Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. Number two, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. 57 weeks on this list. Uh, beating out Nick's book. My book? Yeah, by about 57 weeks. What's my book? Uh, Time Fox? Time Fox, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I don't know why you try to market it as a young adult. Well, Kids do not care about Miller Frail more okay. or Back to the Future. Okay. <laughs> uh, now who sounds like the old man? <laughs> <laughs> number one, Children of Blood and, Mo- and Bone uh, by Yeet. Tommy... Out of me. This is Zali. No, this is young adult. Still young adult. Zali fights to restore magic to the land of Orisha. Or Orisha. Okay. Listen, man. I'm ready. You're going to make up words. I'm going to mispronounce them. Okay. So. uh, All right. Now we're at the adult fiction. This is Nick's favorite section. Okay. I'm ready. Because it's adult books. Yeah. All right. So number 10 on the adult hardcover fiction. We have The Escape Artist by Brad Meltzer. Were we talking about Brad Meltzer? No. Recently? Maybe I heard people talking Meltzer. Could All right. Be. Number nine, The Punishment She Deserves by Elizabeth George. What do you think she does? What? Detective Hart, uh, Havers in Lindley investigates the death of a deacon accused of a serious crime in a historic medieval town in England. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. What a snooze fest that sounds like. Whoa. Calm down. Sorry. Save the commentary for your momentary. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I laughed at that. <laughs> Uh, number seven, The Woman in the Window by AG, AJ Finn. Yeah. Hey. Hey, the reviews on this one are as follows. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Eric's wife hates it. I, uh, I don't know. I might be married to the wrong side of history here. I think here. you might be. <laughs> I think you might be. Number six, Little Fires Everywhere yeah. by Celeste NG. Number five, new this week, To Die But Once. This is not a James Bond book. Yes, so, it is. No. 
Uh, this is by Jacqueline Winspear. Mm, Maisie in, Dobbs, right? In the months after Britain declared war on Germany in 1940, Maisie Dobbs investigates the disappearance of an apprentice working on a government contract. James Bond was but a babe in the 40s. So, well, I guess not anymore. Now he's like but a babe in the 60s? I guess, when, yeah. when would you say Daniel Craig's Bond should be born? Do you think he's uh, 1962? Yeah, probably something, something Daniel like Craig's that. probably like born in the 50s. Yeah. 57, I'd yeah. guess. You think he's that old? 1957? No. He's not that old. Oh, wait. Wouldn't that make him 70? Yeah. Oh, right. I keep forgetting time moves on. Yeah. Do you remember that super long James Bond episode we did? Yeah. It Nobody really, liked it. It was written. They didn't. It was just I you and me. I, would, I was trying to find what number it was, but I don't remember. Do you? Uh, it's it was the low twenties. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we were doing it around. for Spectre. Spectre, yeah, yeah, which was really great. Ooh. Number four, The Great Alone by Kristen Henna. Number three, Accidental Heroes by Danielle Steele. She's at it again. Yeah, and I'm not saying you and I are accidental heroes at this library. No, we're just here getting books into people's hands. And yeah, in some places that makes us heroes. Yeah. And yeah, if you think that makes us a hero, then yeah. you yeah. know, so be it. Episode 11, folks. If you want to hear the James Bond spotlight, uh, episode 50. No, it's 58 minutes long. Episode 11, books. It's only 58 minutes long? All the books. Yeah, that seems wrong to me because I remember that being like two hours long. I think I edited it. Did you? Some, yeah, That's something funny. fierce because I think our original recording was like an hour and a half. I think it was too, yeah. So uh, number two, here you are, Nick. Okay. By James Patterson and Marshall Carp. Red uh, yes. Alert. I do want to read this. I haven't got my little mitts They've on They've changed yet. the name. It's not called... Uh, NYPD Red 5. Now it's Red Alert. The yeah. fifth book in the NYPD Red series. See, I think that's a mistake. You have the first mm-hmm. four, NYPD Red 1, 2, 3, 4. I'm I, with you, man. I like those. Then to switch to... Detectives. And Red Alert is such a vanilla title. You know what I mean? Yeah. I liked the simplicity of the other ones, but whatever. Yeah. Detective Zach Jordan and Kylie McDonald investigates the death of a documentary filmmaker and an explosion at a charity benefit. Wow. That mm-hmm. sounds like all of them. But... I still like them. Yeah. You're a sucker for these things. You're right. Just these books. Yep. Everything else, you've got a strong head about you. Thank you. Hey, um, I'm selling stocks in a new company called Chairmaster. I don't you... even need to hear it. Okay. I will. I buy. All right. I All want right. in. <laughs> uh, that's. I don't know if people picked up on it, but that was to prove that Nick is a sucker. Hmm? What did you what? say? <laughs> Number one. No, what did you the, say? The, I said, I can't wait for you to see the bottom line of Chairmaster. That's what I thought. <laughs> Number one, The Disappeared by C.J. Box. The Disappeared. Yeah. It's awkward. Well, C.J. Box is one of the favorite authors of this particular library. You don't need to tell me that, Eric. I just Why thought I was telling our young listeners. Adult? A Wyoming game warden teams up with his daughter to find a missing British businesswoman. Uh-oh. Yeah. Dad! <laughs> That's all you have? Uh, yeah. It was enough, wasn't it? Yeah. No daughter of mine is going (laughs) to marry a bison on my game preserve. (laughs) I think that's just against the law. I don't think think you're allowed to marry a bison. Okay. (laughs) Because of, like, conservation rules? Yeah, in part. In part. (laughs) Okay, right. Yeah. Because it was was almost extinct for a while. Yeah. And now we have to protect them. Yes. Yep. From bad marriages. Just have them sign a uh, prenup. (laughs) A bison. This is stupid. A pro-bison prenup. (laughs) You're stupid. If you divorce this bison, the bison gets everything. Wow. (laughs) So, at least full custody of the kids. That's a pretty good deal. Hey, what's a calf, right? That would be a bison's baby. Yeah, sure. So, a calf. Yeah. All right. So, full custody of the calves. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything else? Do you ever think it's weird that we call them calves, but we also have calves? Yeah. I guess we have cat calves. What, what would you say? <laughs> we have calves, right? Stupid. Let's just move on. Like, we don't call baby dogs elbows. That's You're right. Like, it had a whole litter of elbows. You're right. <laughs> That's the grossest image. I sure wish. <laughs> I've ever come up with. I sure wish you'd save this for another time. <laughs> okay. When I'm not around. All right. Let's, let's move on to our We Love Libraries segment are we there yeah we love library segment so wait the one about the bison was number one cj box yeah oh that's kind of anticlimactic was it i said number one cj box yeah is... no i know i know that you said that why is it anticlimactic cj box he's, makes he, yeah he is top. He's, he's just kind of a workhorse just you know yeah just a series yeah a series that comes out of <laughs> no way. doubt of mine is marrying a war- workhorse <laughs> <laughs> i think the worst was the look on your face uh-huh anyway <laughs> 
Uh, yes. So as we mentioned early on, it is National Library Week. Yay. You can tell by all the sweet content we just provided for 40 minutes. Stupid (laughs) stuff in between with something else. But yeah, we're here to talk about libraries. All right. Here and now. And so abroad. Let me, yeah, and abroad. Sure. <laughs> I thought that's what sure. you were going to say. All right, Eric, take me back. Here and Take now. me back to a simpler time, a younger Eric. Uh-huh. Your head was the same size. Your body was much smaller. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> my head has always been proportionate to my body. Okay. Well, photographs don't lie. Oh, man. So why don't you tell us a little bit? What's, what's your first library experience? Let me hear it. Oh, where are you going? <laughs> they weren't supposed to know that. <laughs> oh, okay. I left a paper on my desk. Oh, okay. Well, uh, empty chair. Um, chairmaster, if you will. Um, I think my first, I can't do it when he's not here. I'm just talking to an empty space and I get, it's like I'm talking to no one. It's like when I start talking about something that doesn't interest you. Now you know, now you know <laughs> oh, what it's like. Jeez. Um, it's very young, very young. I think I had my first two siblings were in my life. Okay. So that means at least 1990. Now, do either of these siblings hate Star Trek? One of them. Okay. Does not like Star Trek. Okay. The other one, I don't know. Okay. Um, anyway, so I don't know like how old I am, but okay. I do remember getting my first library card, and that might be my first like memory of going into a library. Mm. So this would be the library in North Andover, Massachusetts, Ooh. I believe, would be where I got my first library card. Okay. And I'm pretty sure the first books I got out, this may surprise you, yeah. were dinosaur books. Oh, my goodness. And I'm pretty sure that's like, I don't know when I got like into dinosaurs, uh-huh. but... It might be around this time that, like, I was... Does this predate Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this would have to be at least 1990, if not before. Wow. So, um, yeah, I remember getting out dinosaur books and reading them, and it being like, dinosaurs are so cool. Okay. Um, so, I guess the library system is to yeah. blame for the dinosaur fan that I, I am today. I guess you're right. Now it's to thank. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember that, like, very, very young... Um, not my first memories, but like early memories. Okay. So, yeah. And it was a big deal. I remember getting my library card and be like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Did you spend a lot of time in libraries as a kid? Oh, yeah. Um, especially when we moved and then I was in my hometown, Haverhill, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, I went to that library all the time. Uh, constantly called at my grandmother to just drive me there. Nice. And then also, once I was like old enough, just walked there all okay. the time. Walked or rode my bike to the library all the time uh for magazines mm-hmm. sometimes for comic books once i was getting into those but beforehand just like anything nice um because this was before the internet so like i remember it well if i had to if i was like oh i wonder what this is about i just had like i had to go to the library and check out like 10 books yeah um, which is still more reliable than just searching something on the that's internet. That's true. But just like, throwing that out there. I mean, this was like everything. It was like, Dinosaurs oh. were still alive. I read it in a blog. <laughs> oh, this was like... They're shy, to at, be sure. If I was like, oh, I want to know how I can become a newspaper cartoonist. Yeah. Library. Yeah. I want to know the history of pinball machines. Yeah. Library. So you, are these all connected? You're going to do like a dinosaur pinball no, look, wizard? This, this was back when I was... Uh, this back was when I wanted to... Everything I wanted to be was okay. like... I've just changed like monthly. Like, I want to make a pinball machine. I yeah. want to be a vet. I want to be a detective. I want the pinball so. machine had been invented by that point. No, I didn't want. I wanted to make my own pinball. You just machines. wanted to make a pinball I wanted machine. to join the pinball uh, fraternity industry. <laughs> okay. But you know what happened? What you this became was, a pinhead. This, oh, this was the late nineties. Oh, thanks arcades for the high five. Were, arcades were on the way out. So that's sad. It was a dying market. Man, I went to such a boss arcade when I was a kid. <laughs> it was called Aladdin's Castle. Ooh, it was dark. Uh huh. It was everything. <laughs> it was dark. It was everything. Simpsons. Yeah. X-Men Arcade. Yeah, that's good stuff. Turtles in Time. Yeah, that's all For, you need. Forget about it. Yeah. That, yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. That's what you said every week when you went. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> people are like, hey, you want to come to my house and do homework? And you're like, yeah. forget about it. Yeah. It's like, hey, go to the arcade. Yeah, you had a quarter tied it's to a string sweet. on your finger. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like a little yo-yo. <laughs> yep. Sure did. Um, sure did. Yeah, because it took quarters, not tokens. Can you one, believe this guy? <laughs> one summer. Yeah my hometown library uh was closing because they were gonna re redo it they Ooh. were they uh, yeah they were gonna make a new floor and everything construction project so you had to cha- take out all the books you were gonna have <gasps> and then you'd have them all summer Ooh. so i checked out like 80 books and wow. they just sat in Lenient. my room yeah they 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 knew you didn't read them no i read a bunch oh, but good. like okay. i did i definitely didn't read them all yeah um you gotta have options yeah and then when i uh was a young hooligan yeah. at the age of 16 and i dropped out of high school I don't know. Have I shared this? 
I don't know. That I'm a high school nerd. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, when I dropped out of high school at 16, yeah. not everyone who was in charge liked that idea. Yeah. So they like... Well, it's a terrible idea. It, yeah, it's a terrible idea. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they drove around like Haverhill looking for me. Yeah. And no one thought to look at the library ah. for me. So I was just in there. Uh, so the library home. added to your juvenile delinquency. Great. Hmm. Great, great, great. Well, they didn't know. Yeah. That's true. So I'm just saying... Like even You're like, what are you talking about? I'm 30 years old. I'm here to check out dinosaur books. <laughs> you think that's what I was doing? Yeah, my name's Rick. <laughs> okay. You dropped off the E so they wouldn't know. You think that's what I sounded like at yeah. 16. Yeah, so you're 16, yep. Hey, don't yep. worry about it. Yep. <laughs> hey, can I see your ID? Forget it. Come on. I want yeah. dinosaur books. Look out. <laughs> Look out. You, aren't yeah. you late for class is what I want to know. <laughs> Where's your dinosaur section? All right, bye-bye. <laughs> like, I don't know where the dinosaur section is. I love coffee and newspapers because I'm an adult. <laughs> okay. What are you doing? It's just you as a teenager. Right. Um, but it was it's just saying that yeah. even when I was like, I don't want to go to school, I was still yeah. like, but I do want to go to the library. It was more like, I don't want to go to school. I want to go to the library. <laughs> That's you as a teenager. Look, I would beat that kid up. Would you? No. No. I've seen your arms. <laughs> You're looking at them right now. I know. I, you don't think these could beat up that kid? I don't think so, no. I don't think you should beat up children anyway. Listen, I'm pretty sure 16-year-old me could win in a fight against me today. Do you think? Yeah. Scrappy. Yeah, well, he's got a lot of anger da, 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 in da, da. him, oh. so he's got he's that. At the library. <laughs> yeah, not at the library. Yep. Uh, so if it wasn't for the library, yeah, I wouldn't be an X Men fan. Yeah. Well, I probably would, but the uh, the library had the very first X Men comics I ever read, which was yeah. Chris Claire- Chris Claremont's first X Men. Mm. So like that was a big deal. Sandman, yeah. they had it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you're, you're a library fan way back. You know what? Yeah. I think you used your library growing up a lot more than I did. Yeah, probably. I don't have a lot of like memories of going to like children's programs at a library. Like, oh no, I never went to any like, like programs. No. no. Okay. I was I was too antisocial. But I remember getting a library card, and it was it was the type that was like a little uh, like thick like paper like cardstock, and it had the little like metal square in it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So they could sort of like run it over there, and it would mark. It would mark your library card, like mm-hmm. imprint on the book. Oh, yeah. Like hard catalog stuff. Mm. It was the old days. I think it was just for a school project. But I do remember um, I was trying to figure out if they had any like superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found like a Silver Surfer oh, novel wow. that I checked out, forgot to return, had an $8 fine for the next several years. <laughs> Did, <laughs> do you, like when I was going to the library as a kid, Yeah. the computer system i had to use to look for books was almost like running dos oh yeah uh very old school very yeah. like you just had black and green yep and those were black and orange in michigan and it was not it wasn't easy to find things yeah. like typing in subject yeah was was i um, used to love to like look <laughs> through old newspapers like do a do a newspaper search and then yeah. like find is that not cool uh-huh. No, like no, the, it's cool. Yeah, no, you were you were like an eight like, year old looking. Show, and then show me what your newspapers are. <laughs> yeah, I ran into you. Yeah, and you were. Yeah. So the library didn't add to my truancy. Yeah. I guess I'm just imagining too. you with like a calculator and a highlighter, yeah. reading the Wall Street Journal, checking yeah, the stocks. I had the, I had the green like yeah. brim up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dow's in trouble. Yeah. yeah, that was me. That was yeah. me. I think I was older. You know, yeah. I think I was like much older when I really got into the library. Investing in pogs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because like Jack Finney, for example, my favorite, you know, uh-huh. he had books that were just out of print. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like, well, yeah. I, I guess I'll never read those books. And I, I did just, have to go to the library to get out Jurassic Park and The Lost World. Yeah. So, I mean, I just asked at the desk. I was like, I really want these books, but you don't have them. And they were like, oh, cool, we'll order them. Yeah. It just blew my mind. Yeah. You know, they just got those books for me. Yeah. So it was like, it was a big deal. Yeah. So then, like after that, then I just was sort of like, wait, I can just get whatever I want mm-hmm. and like read it at the library. Then I was in. Yeah. Then I was sold. My The nice. library I went to as a child was the library that I first worked in. Oh, nice. Willard Public Library in Battle Creek, Michigan. Shout nice. out to my Willard friends. What? Yeah. A lot of them are still there. Oh. A lot of like Shout out. the old guard that I worked with still there. Yeah. Probably don't like me calling them old. Yeah, but call them the young guard. Hey, it's facts. It's just facts. <laughs> I got nothing but love. You know what? The what? lady, Karen... <laughs> who ran the uh, bookmobile mm-hmm. was a huge Elvis fan. <gasps> we had a bookmobile. So we talked quite extensively about yeah. the king of rock and roll. All right. A lot of good times were had at Willard library. Nice. Let's look at some of our listeners. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what some other peeps have things to say. Okay. You want to grab a couple? Sure. I got one. Hit me. Uh, Kendra says, love going to, uh, we asked what people's favorite story, library memory slash stories are. And Kendra says she loves going to the book club. It's my favorite day of the month. She's really? talking about this book club. That's nice. Yeah. We do have a good time in that book club. Yeah. It's a 
Sometimes we even talk about the book. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, oh, wait, oh, wait. Uh, listen, I can either say this is Lisa or I can say this is my mom. Okay, which is it? It's both. I'm going to have to have you choose. Th- this is from Lisa. Okay. <laughs> That's probably more professional, <laughs> your, right? Your mom's name's Lisa. That's weird, yeah. That is strange. Uh, my clearest memory from when I was a kid was checking out the max number of books that I could, which was 10. Whew. Boy, strict. Strict rules. And some random old guy strict asking rules. me if I was going to read them all. And when I said yes, he said, good boy. <laughs> i was completely mortified also just remembered how much i loved going to the library and picking out new books to read every week so fortunate that grammy was such an avid reader herself see that's why i need to point out that it's my mom yeah because she's referring to my grandmother true and you could have just edited that you could have just said like that my mother was such well it connects because my grandmother was an incredibly same one who drew you drew you to the library that you were always calling she was such a she was a very avid reader yeah all the time. Yay, Grandma, school's stuff. canceled today. I need, <laughs> need a little drive over to the library if yeah. you don't mind. But a lot of it was just like, I get home from school, call my grandma. It's like, hey, can we go to the library? She would just be in drive it. her house. That's nice. Then drive me to the library. That's so, a nice memory. Um, so yeah, lots of... Uh, I, I must have... like She must have just been sitting there for a long time too. Just waiting I'm, for your call? No, or waiting, sitting at the library? Sitting at the library because I imagine she like picked out a book and then I'd be like still in there like, wow, so pinball machines use metal? Do you remember... <laughs> Do you remember any of the things that uh, she read? Did she have favorites that you remember from uh, your childhood? In her later years, yeah. she read a lot of like nice romances. I see. Amish romances, I Christian see. romances, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Your Francine Rivers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, she would just like read through them like nice. crazy. Westerns. She was big into Westerns as well. Um, yeah. I don't know if she was still reading that, if she had been like reading that stuff when. I was a kid going to the library. So, huh. yeah. All right. Well, I've got okay. I've got a fun story here for you. Okay. Um, Hit us. I like this one because <laughs> because I've, I've had experiences like this on the other end of it. So it's fun. This is Facebook uh, user Michael says his most traumatic library experience. Oh, now, keep in mind, we did not ask for traumas. Yeah. So far, we've got one where Stay my mom me. was called a boy. Stay with me. All right. <laughs> Stay with me. Uh, my mother, did she have like a pixie cut as a child or... Just, Look, when I was a kid, yeah. I, people thought I was a girl all the time. In fact, in second grade, yeah. I remember going to lunchroom and one kid asking me, like, are you a boy or a girl? And me saying, shut up. Wow. Yeah. I just had long hair. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. If I was big, in the 70s, it would have been Big fine. old head and long hair. I didn't uh, have a big head. My most, this is Facebook user Michael. My most traumatic library experience happened when I was nine years old. Okay. I loved borrowing craft books and had been diligently creating when I lost control of my scissors and snipped the corner of one of the library book's pages. Oh. I was petrified. I remember hiding behind my mother, crying as we returned the book because I was certain they would say I would never be allowed to borrow a book again. But the nice librarian listened to his tearful apology, told him to be careful with scissors, and then sent him back to the craft section to find another book to check out. To that librarian, I say bravo. Yeah, good job. I like that. I like that story. Starts sad. Yeah. Ends happy. And then as he was going to get the craft books, he ran into you and was like, are you a girl or a boy? You were like, (laughs) forget about it. None of your concern. Is that a dinosaur book you're checking out? If I remember. Yeah. I got to get back to my full-time job as an adult. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Susan says, I remember getting my library card back when I was in third or fourth grade. It was shortly after I learned cursive and we had to sign our name on the back of the card. Oh, I yeah. remember feeling like I was so grown up because I had a card with my name and my signature on it. And then I realized that meant I could borrow books and music from the library. Made me stupid excited. <laughs> <laughs> stupid excited. Uh, so yes. Uh, yeah. There was, when I, when I was a kid and we moved to you know, Haverhill where I call my hometown. And then yeah. I had to get a new library card. Okay. It was a, uh, it was a big deal. I'm pretty sure like I got it myself once or twice. Really? Like I had to, I lost it a few times. I always had to like take care of stuff because like one, one time I had Jurassic Park checked out. Okay. And my youngest sister dropped it in the sink. Does she like or not like Star Trek? I don't know how she feels okay. about All Star right. Trek. All I right. think she likes Chris Pine. Okay, I like Chris Pine. Um, so she took Jurassic Park, the book, and put it in the sink. And then I had to return it and pay a fine. Aww. And also, I had this That's book sad. about like earning money, yeah. which is ironic. Yeah. And my other sister, the one who doesn't like Star Trek, yeah. uh, l- brought it outside, left it outside, and then it rained. And I had to return that. Oh, no. And so... You yeah, don't know I, if you could take it. I had to pay it took for so it. long to bake it. I had to pay for, <laughs> I had to pay for it, which okay. bummed me out because I was saving up for Amazon Trail. Oh, yeah. The, the spiritual sequel to Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Yeah. Uh, luckily. Yeah. Well, your dreams were 
bitten by a snake and died that day. Yeah. Well, luckily, I finally had the money and I ordered it. And it was hard because it was like a school thing. So I, yeah. had, to, or I had to give the lady who ran our computer lab at school the money oh. to order it for me. Yeah. She did. She seems That seems really nice now that I that think about nice. it. That is nice. That is nice. me computer games. Well, the question on everyone's lips is, how was Amazon Trail? Oh, I liked it. It's, you liked it. It's, it's not Oregon Trail. It's just you on a raft uh, going down the Amazon and mm-hmm. you'd get off the raft, and then you'd try to take pictures of new animals, yeah. and you'd learn facts about them. Hey, mm-hmm. and sometimes just you beware. You have hunted two tons of buffalo meat. Yeah. You can carry back 15 pounds. <laughs> so you're going to want to be you careful. You have caused the extinction you of a species. You are going to want to be careful there. For lunch. You're going to want to be careful there. Yeah. Uh, and CJ Box will come after you, so don't worry about it. Oh, my gosh. Yep. No All daughter right. of mine. Let's uh, <laughs> let's look at a few others. I like this one. Uh-huh. Uh, Facebook user Ginger says, things that go bump in the night. And I assume she's meaning the Jane Yolen collection, the YA mm. collection. You familiar mm-hmm. with that author? Yes. Yeah. I think that's what she means. And she says she hasn't had a library card in 25 years. What does she do? Well, Ginger, yeah. just come on. Get just come here. in. We'll yeah. get you set up. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. We love it. So hope she, hopefully she'll come. Yeah. Came out with us. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. Another one. A couple of these are personal about this library, mm-hmm. so I'm going to hit these. All right. Okay. Facebook user Joanne says she still has her David A. Howe library card from the late 70s. Nice. And one of her fondest memories is taking out records from here. Is that like an orange cardboard kind of setup? It probably is the kind that has the little metal clip yeah. in it. I'm cleaning out one of the closets. I found some of the old styles. Nice. So. So, Joanne, if you're looking for a replacement of yeah. that style, we could probably hook you up. Hey, do you keep library cards? Like, I still have my Jacksonville library card. Yeah. I still have my Haverhill library card. Yeah, I do. I do have, like, all, all the library I cards. Keep them. Yep. What do you do with them? Just hang on. Just keep them with my licenses. Well, they're just in your wallet. No, they're in oh. they're in a little container Okay, do you keep your old toothbrushes? No. Oh, just That's curious. not related. No, it's not. Sometimes it's hard to say goodbye. Hey, do you have previous memories of your school library? We didn't have much of a library at my school. Oh, okay. I always had good times in my school yeah. library. I mean, I always like to look through it. School at, and church libraries, I, even though there wasn't like a ton of at, stuff, I'd always kind of go through. My, I saw the same copy of Mr. Popper's Penguins for about 30 years. Oh, I don't geez. think anyone ever touched. Yeah. But. As, as a kid, I'm pretty sure I checked out this book. It might have just been called Dinosaurs. And about the ABC... No. Not the mama. That so one? anyways, I checked out a dinosaur book, and I'm pretty sure that was the first book where I learned about the Ankylosaurus. Oh. But anyway, I had so checked it out. It's a special time in anyone's life. I think I had a fine because I didn't return it. because, And then I think I kept the book, and then I changed schools. Yeah. So I might be a library delinquent. Oh, boy. So, oh, boy. Yeah, sorry, that school. That is rough. I have good memories of that playground. Rough. Yeah. That school's playground. Well, we had people on Facebook share a lot of memories about past uh, librarians, past children's librarians. Mm. Jamie says spending time with Mrs. McHenry in the children's wing. Mm-hmm. Linda says Mrs. Bales choosing fun books for her. Yes. Uh, and a lot of people just talking about story time and things. So yeah. a lot of nice compliments about mm-hmm. our library, which we're always pleased to hear. Mm-hmm. We hope people like it, like yeah. coming here. Any other ones you want to hit before we wrap up? I'm trying to think of like a recent one. I guess like when I was in college, like and I'd go home, my library card still worked. So I would just like check out movies or yeah. stuff and then keep using it. That's fine. And I guess it's kind of sad that I don't go to that library anymore because it's eight hours away from where I am. That's inconvenient. Um, yeah. yeah. So, well, I, I've got one. I think I think actually in the last episode, like a mm-hmm. hundred episodes ago, when we talked about this. I mentioned this story, but I. Again, this is a Jack Finney-related story. Mm-hmm. I read a book about his writings, and there was Ooh. talking about uh, two plays that he did. Eh. And in the book, they were like, no known copies exist. And I was mm-hmm. like, whatever. Oh. And so we just went, checked WorldCat. A couple mm-hmm. libraries had him, put an interlibrary loan request in, mm-hmm. read both of them within a week of reading in that book that no known copies exist. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. To think that like... You could just get anything. Yeah. You know, and you still can. So yeah. come on in. I Come chat with us. I think, I mean, the big thing is for me that like as a kid and as getting older, like anytime I was like getting into something, I could just go to the library and that would like get yeah. help me. And yeah. even as, a ch- as I got older, like, okay, now I'm into comic books. Yeah. The library has comic books. Now I'm in not just superhero comic books, but like other graphic novels. Yeah. And they have it. And then, um you know, starting to get into anime. My library has an anime section. Yeah. Um, starting to get into manga, same thing. Getting into classic rock. They have the music and they have documentaries on it. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, anytime I was getting into something, the library, my library was like, had something for me. Yeah. With that, which is really nice. The library is why I like Star Trek so much. 
Oh. I was uh, there to blame. Yeah, <laughs> flipping through the VHS tapes, and uh-huh. I came across the original pilot of Star Trek, The Cage. Okay. And I didn't realize it was just like its own weird thing. Right. And I checked it out, and I loved it. Yeah. It was like my favorite thing. It's still maybe my favorite Star Trek yeah. thing that, that exists. Dumb- I love it. <laughs> Dumbest library story I have yeah. is I was going to Blockbuster. Okay. Uh, because it was right by my, ha- my, yeah. my first apartment. So I'd go from my apartment to Blockbuster, check out Rome, season one. Yeah. And be like, all right, but I have to pay. Yeah. And I didn't have a ton of money, but I was paying for it anyways because I wanted to watch Rome. And then they didn't have a copy. I was like, I wonder if the library does. And they had it all. And the <laughs> library was free to <laughs> right. check out DVDs. I'm like, yep. I've spent like $20 on Rome. Season- so yep. Yep. anyway, yeah, it was, it was dumb of me. You know, I do love to buy books mm-hmm. and working in this library has made it so I feel guilty every time I go to buy a book. So I'm like, mm. I just, I have access to them for free. Yeah. So... Well, yeah, that's, that's why the downside. I, I don't buy new books. <laughs> that's the downside. To free I just buy used books and then check them out from the library. Yeah. So it's the way to go. Yeah, man. Keep doing it. All right. Uh, also, in, in National Library, we, we always take a special time to thank our many volunteers. So we have a fleet <sighs> of volunteers who help us out. They come um, on a bus. <laughs> no. <laughs> who just come every week. You know, they're, they're all very professional, very good. They call us if they can't come in. They take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. They're very dedicated to this library, and they, they show that with their time and their appreciation. Yeah. And we are certainly appreciative of them. So thank you very much to our That's library cool. volunteers. Thank you for all that you do. And thanks to everybody who comes in and hangs out with us in the library. Yeah. We're always happy to see people. Yeah. Whenever, we have, whenever we have a quiet time, we're like, where is everybody? Yeah. We're, we're lonely. We're bored. <laughs> come hang out with us. Yeah. But huh, <laughs> Paul McCartney was here, and I no. missed him. Oh, it would be funny. Although if he in by. our 3D uh, printer, you printed me a Paul McCartney, that's so true. in a way, it does connect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> Any library news that you want to bring up? Uh, we're. I guess by the time this is out, yeah, you can start bringing your teen photography pieces of art. Pretty exciting stuff to the library, uh, and we'll be collecting them until the 18th. So that's about two weeks of. Uh, you can just start submitting photos, uh, 12 to 18 year olds. Uh, you can submit up to three framed photos. We'll hang them up in the exhibition room. We have Brian Oglesby who comes in and, uh, judges and hands out some awards. And then we throw a pretty sweet yeah, reception. He's, he's excellent too. The way he like takes time to talk to each yes, student and he, really, it's worth coming to the reception if you submitted something just yeah. to talk to him about yeah, absolutely. your work. And that's going to be May 1st yeah. at 6.30. Great. I think it's six and we go to 7.30. So um, we'll we'll have more about that. But yes, uh, bring in your photos, all kinds, black and white, orange and gold. Yeah. Or silver and gold is what you, orange and gold. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Me neither. <laughs> okay. You take over the mic. Okay. Well, we've got um, Linda Cook coming to do her... Is that right? Judy Cook. <laughs> Judy Cook Linda. coming to... Linda Cook's one of our volunteers, actually. We have Judy Cook coming in to do her Civil War presentation yeah. on the 12th. So this is sort of part concert, part uh, history lesson, part fun. No, it's all fun. That's going <laughs> to be April 12th at 7 o'clock. Then we have Sunny and Pearly coming to do an April in Paris concert mm-hmm. on the 26th. We already talked about all what the book club's up yep. to. And we got our Cher. regular slate of movies. No, Cher's not coming. Okay, Sunny. Mm, bad news on that front. But okay. Sunny and Pearly, different Sunny oh, and Pearly are okay. coming here. So that's <laughs> it for me. All right. And remember, you can find us on Twitter at All the Book Show, Facebook mm-hmm. at David A. Howe Public Library. Yeah. You can email us at wellsville at stls.org. And remember to rate yeah. and review and subscribe. Yeah. But don't subscribe us late to dinner. That, that doesn't really work. Oh. Doesn't really work. Sorry. <laughs> Anything else you want to add for the good of all the books? That's it. Uh, okay. Hi, Angelica. Yeah. Hi, Angelica. And good night. Yeah. You can listen to us every evening at 8 o'clock on the Angelica radio yeah. station. Yeah. So, as, you, as you stretch and slowly rest your head on that pillow, yep. saying good night as yep. the. I guess the moon shines down on you. I think they've dozed off. All right, that's going to be it for this week. See you guys.